Welcome to Beauty by Design, the intersection of inner and outer beauty. I'm your host, Michaela McLean, a master esthetician who uses human design to empower people to love and accept themselves from the inside out. Let's get you high on you. Hey, welcome back. It is time to talk about Pisces, my sign. We have got a full moon and beauty rituals to discuss today. So this full moon is occurring Saturday, September 10th at 2.59 a.m. Pacific. So make sure that you convert for your time zone um, so you know when it's exact. Uh, And always with full moons, the technical stuff, full moons occur when the sun and moon are in opposite signs. Also what I call the sister signs. Um, There's 12 signs, but six pairs, the ones exactly opposite of each other. And that's how full moons work, right? The moon itself does not actually make any light. It's just reflecting the light and the radiance of the sun. So when you are seeing it full, it means it is, it is directly opposite of where the sun is located. And the sun, you know, the sun is in the current sun sign. So it's a Virgo season. What sign is opposite of Virgo? Pisces. Those two are sisters. Um, full moons, right? They're always considered a time of release and reflection. It's the closing of a cycle that begins six months prior with the corresponding new moon. Uh, in this case would be the new moon in Pisces. And at that time, you know, the idea is you're planting seeds, setting intentions, so on and so forth. You know, it's really, I just always find it really quite interesting to go back and look at what was going on six months ago. You know, where were you? What's transpired? Six months, it's a long time. And I'm a huge journaler. Uh, if you listen to this regularly, you'd know that I'm I'm an everyday journal kind of person, always just kind of keeping track of a lot of times just mundane stuff because um, I have a really hard time remembering, but it always winds up being significant. That's what that's what's always interesting. And if you don't pay attention, you don't track it. Um, it's easy to forget. So, you know, I, I like to see the progress, the proofs in the pudding and, you know, to make sure that I've, I've made some progress. As these words are coming out of my mouth, I'm going to say I was in a really serious funk at that time of the year or, or about to head into one. So for me, I'd be like, yeah, six months ago, wow, I've made a ton of progress. Um, you know, I was just having an episode <laughs> as some of us are, are prone to do. Um, I certainly am. So yeah, undefined in the solar plexus, but lots of, lots of emotional gains. So I'm just happy that that we're back out of, out of that dark place. So let's, uh, let's proceed. (laughs) Anyway, when you're doing your journaling too, I just want to make note that when it's a full moon that you are doing your journaling just before the moon is full is ideal because again, you're, you know, this is the peak and then you're leaving it in the past. So you kind of want to like, you know, close the door wash your hands, and then you're good to go um, going forward. So as I mentioned in the September transits episode, this full moon is going to be happening in gate 22. Um, like I said, full moons, release, reflection, go back, reread. Um, yeah, just look at everything, evaluate that progress. The last Pisces new moon what, as I mentioned, six months ago, that was on March 2nd. Um, and it was happening in gate 63. 
which is the gate of doubt in human design. Um, that's the one I always find funny that it's a Pisces gate. Pisces is all about believing, you know, it's very much a faith based sign. And, um, you know, doubt is, it's like this healthy skepticism, that particular gate. So if you go back and listen to episode 72, you're going to get additional details on the gate 63 energy. If you're interested, um, of course, I love to use the full moon phase to conduct beauty and self-care rituals that harness the energy of the transits, always working uh, in tandem, hand in hand with what's going on in the sky, right? You go with the flow, not against it. So first things first, I say this every time exfoliate. Exfoliation is a great way to begin at both the new and the full moons either way, because it's both physical and an energetic act. Um, you're sloughing off the past, preparing for the future. You know, you think of full moon, it's like release. It's like you're shedding, shedding old skin that you've outgrown. Um, I would say, you know, for the skincare junkies among us, we know exfoliation, you know, dermaplaning, doing things that are really going to like remove that stratum corneum is just going to allow for better penetration of your active ingredients, the things you really want around, right? Um, so I just think of exfoliate your life in general. Uh, it extends to, I always say, fresh sheets, towels. I put my new fresh silk pillowcases on, um, opening up windows, letting air flow through, burning a little something, you know, just, just moving the chi, moving the energy around in your space. It's going to be helpful. We want that stagnant energy to go. Um, right. Like I said, it's a, the end of a six month cycle. It's like, okay, we're wrapping up, putting the cherry on top and let's let it go. So since this full moon is in Pisces, and like I said, it's my sign, I put the disclaimer at the beginning of my sessions too, of like, that I am a Pisces, which I find hilarious because it's, I'm just so off on a tangent all the time. And a plastic surgeon I used to work for, he would tease me one time. He's like, see, you'll start a sentence and it sounds like it's going to be really interesting. And then you just trail off. <laughs> I like my own family teases me about this, including my daughter who's eight, you know, she's just like, oh, mom, you, you'd never finish anything. You're just off into space, you know? Um, so where was I? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So since this full moon is in Pisces, um, let's look at some ways to bring this energy into your beauty rituals. So keywords for Pisces include universal love, Keywords include universal love, compassion, super intuition. I mean, it's it's all water signs are considered very intuitive, but Pisces is like super intuitive. Spiritual, it's connected to divinity, uh, the concept of surrender. It's artistic, nonlinear, flowing, empathetic, mystical, dreamy, you know, just, just kind of, uh, you know, this this emotion ocean. Pisces is mutable water. So right to me, it's this, the sign that's about the great cosmic soup that is life. Um, it's the last of the 12 signs. So it's, it's just, it finishes the wheel. It's like the completion of 
here we're talking about a full moon completion of a cycle. This is a completion of, you know, kind of a life cycle in a sense. And it encompasses all the other signs, you know, essentially it's like it's walked a mile in everybody else's shoes. So that's where that deep compassion comes from. It just kind of like feels for everyone, feels everyone's feelings. Um, and, and that's very much related to it basically being a, a sign that is always considered to have no boundaries, you know, and that, that can be detrimental for people who are <laughs> Pisces. Some of us don't have very good boundaries. Um, you know, just because it's like, you understand that concept of like, you know, you go from being someone to no one to everyone. And, you know, the, the dissolving of that into, into just, like I said, the cosmic soup of like, we really are all so connected. Um, yeah. So Pisces is ruled by Neptune. Um, its traditional ruler was Jupiter. Jupiter rules Sagittarius and then co-rules Pisces. But once Neptune was di discovered, excuse me, Neptune took over as the modern day ruler. And it's the planet of spirituality, mysticism, dreams, illusions, and even delusions. Um, it's sometimes referred to as the higher octave of Venus, which governs love. But Neptune is about universal love, not personal love. So as I mentioned already, it's the great dissolver. You know, you think water in general is like everything eventually will just like dissolve and, and melt away and kind of become one. Um, you know, again, all boundaries, no boundaries. We're all connected. Okay, so let's get into some of the embodied beauty practices for this Pisces full moon. Um, always, you know, I'm going to recommend taking a salt bath to cleanse and release, you know, symbolically letting go, wrapping up this cycle. Personally, I'm going to be using my Azure bath soak from Lil Fox, and it is the most amazing bath salts by my friend Alexis. Um, her brand is just to die for. It this this particular bath salt turns the water this gorgeous blue, um, and it smells heavenly. Oh my god, very Pisces. <laughs> When it comes to crystals for Pisces energy, I love aquamarine and rose quartz. Uh, for a true mermaid bath, you can put those in the bathtub along with that azure. You can also tap into some amethyst, fluorite, moonstone, selenite, watermelon, tourmaline. They're all lovely Pisces crystals. Um, and honestly, that list, I'm just taking on a tour of my nightstand, you know, my, my very Pisces nightstand, um, you know, and in a bath, like I would add some rose essential oil with the rose quartz, you know, to enhance that divine universal love effect. Um, I also have on my Monday herbals, uh, rose powder. I use that in and on everything. Sometimes I even make ice cream and make like rose ice cream. Oh, so good. Um, and then you can just put clear quartz in the bathtub. I always like to make, make sure to mention that too. Clear quartz is so readily available, so easy to find. Um, and it's an amplifier. It's the master healer, you know, so anything you put, you put kind of in conjunction with that. So say like rose is going to just be amplified, um, and really boost its effects. So for Pisces, right? any water related activities, like seriously, just get yourself in water, um, water and all the, all the levels drinking it, you know, whatever I'm going to be at aesthetic next. Um, and the ward show, the nexties are actually the night 
basically the night going into this full moon, right? Because it's happening overnight. Um, but I will for sure have been in the Omni Hotel's rooftop pool down in Dallas. <laughs> last last year, um, my good friend Ageless Ashley and I, we spent basically every free moment in their rooftop pool. And she's got a Pisces North Node, so we were just hashtag mermaiding pretty much constantly any chance that we got. Um, I definitely span, plan to spend as much time there again as I can. You know, I, I'm just one of those people, I, I can't get enough water. It's again, a joke in our family. It's like, I don't really care about anything else. Just like drop me at the beach and I'll be in the water the whole time and pick me up when it's time to, you know, go for dinner. Um, so I always ideally in the ocean. Oh, my favorite. Um, but whatever you can get, if it's a bath, the lake, a stream, a steam room, a float pod, even just a foot soak, throw some crystals and some beautiful rose petals in there and like really do it up, but just get yourself connected to water. Um, when I'm immersed in water, special natural bodies of water, I get this I really do get this like feeling of, of kind of like not existing, like dissolving, um, and just becoming one with, with the water, like not even having a body anymore. And it's like my, one of my favorite feelings to just, yeah, that, that boundarylessness is amazing. I don't know if everybody feels that way, but I certainly do. So Pisces rules the 12th house in astrology, which is all about solitude, privacy, retreat into the dreamscape. Um, so you can start a dream journal if you don't do that already, um, or just try to get some really good sleep. You could practice yoga nidra. So I'm obsessed with nidra. Um, it's something that I've taught for a number of years now, and I create recordings of it, sometimes personalized ones for friends. Um, I'm a fan of the Andrew Huberman and the, his Huberman Lab podcast and love to listen to him talk about what he's coined non-sleep deep rest, um, you know, which is basically, it, that's, that's another, that's a, that's a modern day term for yoga nidra. And if you're not familiar, you, you know, with it, it's like you're guided in this very deep restorative place through a very specific like structure. It's like a rotation of consciousness. And it really takes you to this like, it just, it, it's like going down like this spiral staircase within yourself and you really go somewhere magical that helps your, helps your body regenerate very, very restorative. And I love listening to him talk about it because he brings all of this um, amazing science, like the science to back it all up, you know, to, the, to prove the benefits of this ancient practice. So it's amazing. Um, he's just rad. So anyway, Pisces rules the feet and the lymphatic system and medical astrology. So you, know, you could also just book in, go get a pedicure, get some reflexology. It's amazing all the points on your feet and what they correspond to in the body. I used to get something called um, foot zoning. Yeah, it was called foot zone. And it's like reflexology, but it was absolutely wild. Um, the, the gal that I used to see for this, the things that she could tell me uh, just from touching my feet for like an hour and I would have these like emotional releases and oh my goodness, like so amazing. It's so amazing what you can do just, just again, access through the feet. 
So, and then lymphatic drainage, I can't talk, lymphatic drainage massage. You could even just grab your gua saw to move stagnant lymph in your system, you know, move, move the energy around. And always, 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 of course, meditation, right? I will be putting out a meditation for this Pisces full moon and one of my beauty ritual ones. Um, Pisces is very closely tied to both prayer and meditation. It's the sign of like divinity and compassion, Christ consciousness. There's this quote, and sometimes it gets attributed to different people or different variations, but um, it's prayer is talking to God. Meditation is listening to God. And that one's from Edgar Casey, who is a Pisces, which I'm not sure if people are familiar. I mean, if you might, you would probably know just from like heritage store Rosewater, but he was um, a clairvoyant. Like he was kind of like an the original medical medium um, and this healer, just kind of amazing stuff, you know? It's always amazing for, for, again, when you know people that share your sign too, and, and that there's like definitely a running theme. Albert Einstein is another one of my favorite Pisces. Um, yeah, anyway, but the, the Heritage Store Rose Water, it's like everybody knows that, that hot pink bottle, but Rose, Rose, uh, you know, there's the highest vibration of any flower just simply from, you know, misting on this rose water, you're going to elevate your own vibration, which is amazing. Um, as far as like wearing things, right? Pisces is like, where are the flowy, dreamy ballerina pieces? Of course, I'm partial having been a ballet dancer, but the things that are very romantic and wistful, you know, like lots of chiffon and tulle, things like that. Um, my dress actually for the, for the, aesthetic next awards is a floor length, long sleeve chiffon dress, uh, perfect for a Pisces full moon night, right? I might even wear my red hair. Nobody ever knows I have red hair. I don't wear it down very often. Um, but yeah, I might wear it down and go for like full on little mermaid vibes. Well, we'll see. And then of course, like beautify your space, you know, with roses, as I mentioned, they have the highest vibration. Um, I would go with white roses and, you know, kind of symbolizing divinity, uh, just again, help you elevate, you know, just by bringing simple things into your space, like white roses and a rose quartz. Oh, amazing. I might do that in my hotel room. We shall see. I'm always like Trader Joe's $5. You can get a, get a, you know, bouquet of roses. So we're at the journaling portion now. And as you may know, a huge fan of journaling. I already mentioned that, I don't know, a dozen times in this episode already. So the idea at the full moon, right before it's full, you write down what you're releasing, the things you're consciously actively trying to let go of, you know, the things that need to leave literally and figuratively. And, you know, some people love to burn you know, they're what they're writing down. That's great. You could even just light a candle. You could have a little fire, but I, I write mine down in my journal because again, I want to come back and see them later, but whatever feels good to you. So journal prompts, let's talk about gate 22, where this full moon is happening. So gate 22, this is known as grace. It's the gate of openness. It brings the energy of beauty, grace, charm, and elegance to the world. This gate knows social graces and it can be a wonderful listener is specifically tied to hearing with the left ear. So the low expression of gate 22 is needing to be in the mood <laughs> to be around others and listen to them. 
So this is an individual energy and it's subject to like, you know, emotional highs and lows. And it's also very auditory. It can be extremely antisocial when feeling down. So you, if you have it, you know, like respect those feelings within yourself um, and take some alone time. Because again, it's a, it's an emotional gate. So it's not, but it's, but yet it's not always able to verbally communicate and express those feelings. So it may try to do it at the wrong time. Um, high expression with 22 is recognizing the true blessing of this gift, even if you don't see yourself this way or see it. I guess I should say it. We're just talking about the full moon. Um, 22 has this ability to impact and empower others because it's, again, individual impact and empower others through their veil of grace it brings an air of loveliness to all of life's interactions and i always just think you know it's it 22 to me is the rose-colored glasses that we all need in this life to just make life more palatable more bearable um and i always think beauty it's like this it's this physical representation of lightness of love you know and it helps to give us hope me personally, my, my experience with gate 22, I have it in my chart. It's my conscious exalted Venus in Pisces. That's the exalted place for, for, for Venus to be meaning, you know, that's up on a pedestal. And it's one of my favorite energies in my chart, definitely a gate that I'm never surprised to see show up in anybody who's in the aesthetics realm. You know, uh, I frequently have friends who mention how, like say something, I don't know, like how pretty my Instagram feed is when I bother to post anymore, which is rare. Um, I know it has to do with this gate, you know, it's like, I feel like 22 just gives people an eye for beauty, you know, for, for making things lovely, for understanding how all of that, you know, just, oh, like I said, I just, I need rose colored glasses. So I, that's how I want to present things to the world, you know? Um, Again, yeah, and, it, and it, so it gives people people an eye or or, of, or understanding for that. And I think especially when you're like, oh my gosh, Venus is the planet for me animating Gate Twenty Two. It just Venus is about love, beauty, what we value. So always interesting to to kind of look at and marinate on. And just today, I was talking to my friend Ash of Magnolia and Ash, who also has Gate 22, about the concept of like grace and gratitude in life. And I was like, oh my God, okay, that's the new mantra, you know, like gratitude and grace. Oh, so good. Um, so that kind of, you know, hey, folds into the journal prompt. Um, and the journal prompt for this one, I'm looking at how can I bring more grace, beauty, openness, and gratitude to my life and to the lives of others? So we're going to take that, that journal prompt, um, you know, the gate 22, the full moon, where we're shining a light, we're releasing, we're releasing grace into the lives of, of ourselves and others. Um, and I'm going to run through all 12 signs briefly to let you know where it's happening in your chart. So of course you want to listen for your rising sign, not your sun sign. So if you're an Aries rising, it's happening in, in the area of your life that is about spirituality, healing, surrender, retreat, and mysticism. Taurus is community, friend groups, social network, humanitarianism, Gemini rising, it's career, professional, public status, discipline and achievement, cancer, it's higher learning, world travel, philosophy and religion, Leo, it's shadow work, power and control, deep transformation, 
Virgo's one-on-one relationships and partnerships and collaborations, Libra's everyday work, habits, routines, health, and wellness. Scorpio is creative self-expression, fun, children, romance, and charisma. Sagittarius is home environment, family, nurturing, and heritage. Capricorn is the mental plane, communication, local travel, and socialization. Aquarius is the physical body, personal possessions, values, and wealth. And Pisces is the self, personal identity, and appearance. So for me in my Virgo rising, I'm a Pisces, but I have Virgo rising. This impacts my seventh house of relationships, partnerships, collaboration. So it's really relevant right now. Um, this full moon is also sitting on my Venus that I mentioned I have in gate 22. So it's exactly on my descendant in astrology. So it's like a spotlight highlighting that area of my life. Um, that's how you can always like look at a full moon. What is it shining a light on? All right, so if you'd like a Pisces beauty ritual, listen to my beauty ritual meditation for the full moon in Pisces. And of course, I would always suggest you doing it while wearing a face mask or while you're getting a facial. Like, tell your esthetician, I want to listen to this meditation. <laughs> or if you are an esthetician, more likely listening to this, um, pop it on for, for one of your patients or clients. Um, I'm going to be taking my Lil Fox Blue Lagoon mask. It is my favorite mask ever. And again, this beautiful mermaid blue. If you have not tried it, you must. Oh my goodness. Um, so I'm going to take that with me on the trip and to just like mask and relax one of those nights. And I know they close the pool. <laughs> they don't, they don't keep it open as late as I wish they did. Um, but if it's open late, I think I'd put it on and then just go like float around on the rooftop, like looking up at the stars. That'd be pretty amazing. Well, that's my little Pisces fantasy. So anyway, I'll be back soon with more and make sure that, you know, you stay up to date on things. Um, I'm going to have some classes, courses, different things coming up. So if you want to want to, I'm like, listen to the podcast. Honestly, I say, go follow me on Instagram at Michaela McLean. I don't post a ton. Um, but I definitely will be posting when all of these, these things kind of come to fruition, which I believe will be in the very near future. So anyway, if you want to get my free 23 page guide to human design basics, the link will be in the show notes. And yeah, like I said, just stay tuned. There's a lot of cool things coming. Um, enjoy this full moon. And also this will be happening at the same time or right after Mercury goes retrograde. <laughs> So this is going to be fun. It should be interesting. Who the heck knows? Um, and I'll be traveling during all of this. So wish me luck. Anyway, until next time, have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Beauty by Design. I appreciate you being here. I would love to connect even deeper. The easiest way to reach me is on Instagram at Michaela McLean. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share so we can help as many people as possible feel beautiful by design.